Hello everyone, Haley here, your host of Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. I am so excited to share with you today's episode where I interview Zoe Paulson. I've had the pleasure of getting to know Zoe on a more personal level over the last few months. I've actually received coaching from Zoe and I belong to one of her membership programs. She is truly such an abundant being. Her energy, her zest for life, it's truly contagious. I cannot wait to share with you all her spiritual insights because she is truly living the life of her dreams. She's a student of life and she's so generous in the way that she shares it with all of us. Now, before we dive into this interview, I'm going to read you a little bit more about Zoe so you have an idea who's speaking to you in today's interview. Zoe was born and raised on the beautiful Vancouver Island in British Columbia. She has an insatiable lust for life and all of its beautiful experiences. You may know Zoe from her YouTube channel, Zoe Ariel, which showcases her life journey from minimalism, eating plant-based, moving to Rome, Italy, embracing spirituality, and traveling the world. She's a verified YouTuber, published author, certified life coach, and podcast host. Her podcasts are The Low and Zoe Show and Modern Psychedelics. At the present time, Zoe is living in Toronto, Canada, doing what she loves each day. Life coaching, creating content, and empowering people to step into their dream lives, unapologetically. Here is my conversation with Zoe Paulson. Hello, Zoe. Hi, Haley. I am so excited to be here today. I am beyond thrilled to have you, Zoe. I've been looking forward to this for some time now. And after I was already telling the audience, after a couple months of getting to know you, you're a must, a must, must, must have on the podcast. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I'm I'm so excited. You so much joy every time I talk to you. So we're going to light it up today, that's for sure. <laughs> it, it's going to be all the best energy. I, I warn you who's listening, you're going to, if you're not feeling 100%, you're going to feel like you can do anything after this conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. <sighs> Setting that intention, it's done. <laughs> it's done. It is done. So, Zoe, I've already shared your bio, but can you share a little bit more? I like to get deep on the podcast, so like, let's hear what your soul is saying. Let us know who you are and a little bit about your journey. Okay, so my name is Zoe Polson. I um, I have a YouTube channel, Zoe Ariel, and that's kind of the name that I go by on social media, on Instagram, and the other platforms. And yeah, I am 29 years old. I am Canadian, although I'm leaning towards now more being a citizen of the universe. Yes, um, yes. I love to travel, and I'm about to make a big move in my life where I'm going to um, moved to another country that I've never been to before, oh and I, I love to I love to pursue a life of adventure. I'm a Sagittarius. For any of mm. you out there listening who are into astrology, and I just feel like yes, I'm very much Sagittarius adventurous energy. I am a certified professional life coach, um, a published author, and a YouTuber. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, those you the do it all. That I do with the career. Yeah, I love it, <laughs> Zoe. Yeah, I host two different podcasts. So um, I'm co-host of the Low and So Show with Lauren Saunders and co-host of Modern Psychedelics, which is all about uh, plant medicine and awakening. And I do that with Lana Krivik. 
You are insanely amazing and just your zest for life. I know you say that in your bio, but it's so true. Like you're a student of life. You're a citizen of the universe. That is so bang on for you. And I love it. And it makes so much sense that you're a Sag. I I love astrology. So that doesn't surprise me. I love to hear it. And since you just brought up astrology, do you know your human design type? I'm curious. Yeah, so I'm a projector. Of course, me too. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. That, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Oh, I love it. Okay, Zoe, and why don't you share with the audience a little bit about where it all started? Because you've been doing the YouTube world for some time now. If you can just let us know like, how that started and how it's sort of transitioned to where you're at now. Yeah, so I started YouTube over five years ago now, I believe, and I started at a point in my life when I was I was at a really um, low point. I had just gotten out of an abusive relationship that followed up with a court case, so it was really challenging times, and I, I was in the city of Toronto where I wasn't born and raised, so mm. I didn't have any family out here. Um, the, the breakup was you know, challenging to say the least, as in my ex sold all of my money mm, um, and gambled wow. it away. So it was not in a place oh my God. where I could get this money back. So yep. I was, um, you know, I was basically had to build myself up from the ground up. And I had gotten a new job. I had found a place to live. I moved in with roommates that I found on Kijiji. And so I was really just kind of forced to be outside of my comfort zone. It all ended up working out. I had this really great um, room in this house, and my roommates, just, we all had different schedules, so it was basically like I could live alone and get to know myself better, and oh. so it came from being in this place where I felt very much alone, and it was from there that I began to get more and more in tune with myself and more and more uh, familiar with who Zoe was, like wow. who the soul is inside of this vessel, and so... I was in corporate marketing at this time, and I was in a role that was very much analytics-based. And so I, as much as I loved the world of marketing back then and still do to some extent, I felt like, oh, I just, I have so much creative energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I feel like I'm not, ac- I'm not able to access this energy that wants to come out on a regular basis. Yeah. And I had had a blog in the past when I was um, doing my post-grad and, the blog was very successful for the short period of time that I had, and I loved it because it was my creative outlet. I was always taking photos and, you know, creating beautiful things online and sharing with the world, and that felt very much aligned with me. But um, I also knew that from high school, I was part of the, the news team and loved making videos in a media class. I'm like, wow, you know, why don't I start a YouTube channel? And a couple of people have reflected that back me at that time, and I checked out YouTube, which I thought at the time was just a bunch of cat videos or, like, prank <laughs> videos. And yep. I'm like, wow, there's actually such, um, such a place for video bloggers on here that I had not yet been uh, awakened to or present to. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, And it was just something that was so aligned with me that from, you know, the idea, three weeks later I was publishing two videos a week and have been – pretty much that consistent or more ever since that's and, amazing uh, yeah so that's where it started and it was really from this place like I said where I was so feeling so alone and I got to know myself better and and when I started to just create videos that I had fun creating I was talking to an audience 
my intention around it was to make friends and that's what happened like that's what that journey allowed me to have where I was literally like um creating videos in a box whether that's the box that was my room or yeah. the box that was the screen on YouTube. And from that place, when I just chose to acknowledge myself, I welcomed in the tribe. I welcomed in my people. I welcomed in the opportunity and the possibility of having like-minded friends. That was something that I just wasn't really familiar with or hadn't had space for yet in my life. I love that so much. And I love that you're, you know, you're already sharing from a vulnerable place of it started because you did need to do that deeper work within. Like it started under some shitty circumstances, but you were able to set that new intention around things and really step forward. So thank you for opening up with us and sharing that and knowing that that was five years ago and you've been this consistent and you have that consistent drive and the journey it's been I just again I've only known you for a few months so but I can just imagine what a journey this has been for you and all the relationships you've cultivated on the way so I am so happy you mentioned that you set that intention for new friendships because that's so real like you are such an abundant energy source and friends would just be magnetized for you for speaking your truth on your channel. I love that so much. Oh, thank you so much, Taylor. I really appreciate your kind words. And yeah, it's exactly it. It's like the intention that you set for yourself before you set out on an endeavor. And, you know, the intention can shift and change, but like at the at the root of it, like even deeper than creating friendships was just to create connection. Mm-hmm. was to have this source of connection to other people all over the world and welcome them in. And, you know, I grew up feeling like such a, an alien. Really. Like, I, yeah. That's how I always felt. I'm like, I don't really relate to people in my hometown, which is why I left um, as soon as I was off to university and moved to a different city. And that's just been consistent in my life ever since is because I just felt like, oh, I don't really fit in here. And I was searching for my people searching for the connections and it's like YouTube was a platform where I you know, allowed that to be I opened myself up to the world and said you know this is who I am I'm just making some videos and uh and my intention is for connection and that's what happened and, and even more so look at the abundance the more and more that you honor yourself and honor these intentions these intuitive edges you have to create different things is, uh, you know, when abundance of all sorts begins to manifest because you're honoring who you truly are. Absolutely. You're stepping into your authentic code, your authentic power, and you have done that so beautifully. So you mentioned one of my favorite words and one of the reasons I came into your world, and that is abundance. So let's talk a little bit about manifesting abundance and what that looks like for you and maybe some little tips that the audience can hear, because this might be the very first time that they're they're coming across you and you're such a wise, insightful manifester. So let's hear it. Thanks, Haley. Yeah, so abundant. That's my favorite word as well. I, I love it. And so abundance is everywhere and it's all around. And it's to me, it's more of like this lens of which you begin to view the world as abundance, mm. right? So yep. it's like looking out your window and noticing the abundance. Like I'm looking out the window right now just like, epic view of Lake Ontario and the water sparkling I'm like it's so abundant like that is the frame of which I'm viewing my world and my reality yeah and I feel like the more and more that I've nurtured this frame and the more and more that I've strived and trained my brain to focus on abundance 
is how I've naturally created more of it, which is how I've naturally allowed it to manifest very effortlessly and very easily because it's who I am on that identity level is abundance. The frame is built so strong focusing on abundance that it's just who I am. It's like no doubt. Abundance will always be in my realm because it's who I am. And I, you know, it takes some time to get to that place and to build a strong frame and retrain your brain. But the more and more that you can lean into that, I mean, it is the most abundant life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and you said it there in the identity and that's something you just embody so wholeheartedly. And I just know that following you around, Ro is like, look at my abundant breakfast, look at my abundant view. Like you do have that frame of abundance and it's so it's so magnetic and it's so contagious and it truly is for anyone listening. This can change everything for you. Switching your mindset to an abundance-based mindset as opposed to that lack-based mindset, which a lot of us are kind of conditioned into. It's not It's not who we are. We are abundant beings like Zoe just shared. So I love that. That's incredible. And Zoe, did, did this come, you know, this identity level? I know you said it took some work, but when did this all start? Did this all start sort of when you started the YouTube channel and that doing that deeper spiritual dive? Or was this sort of like an embodied identity your whole life? Yeah, I feel like it was kind of um, an embodied identity my whole life, whether I was aware of it or not. So when I was younger, um, you know, my mother, she had postpartum depression, and so she energetically disconnected with me when I was a baby, and she never fully recovered from that, and I don't have a relationship with her um, in, the, in the present time or haven't spoken to her in over a decade. Like, she just, oh. um, you know, it's, it's okay. Like, I've definitely dealt with it, but she, she didn't um, want to say, or I, I felt very unwanted uh, often um, as a child, and so I really started to tune into my imagination because when I was at home and my mom would be neglecting me in certain spaces or mad at me or just projecting onto me, I would go to this space in my mind and know that like I could create or that even though I wasn't feeling safe or secure, I could visit my imagination and create abundance. Like I I don't know if as a child I was like astral projecting or doing like all sorts of different things when I was, um, you know, less inhibited by the constructs of your teenagers and things like that but yeah I would create I, I recognize my ability to create positivity in my own mind when everything around me kind of felt out of control yeah I recognize that I have control over how I want to feel or how I want to view about situations and I have control over the fact that I can view myself as a creator in this world. Yeah. And, you know, before I even had a term or a name for the law of attraction, let's say, or manifestation, I knew that if I hold enough energy or created enough um, abundance, let's say, in whatever form that was in my own mind, that it would begin to appear in the three-dimensional reality. Mm-hmm. So I was always focused on, like, reframing things and making them positive. And so that's how, you know, reframing and making things abundant, just like it, that frame strengthened and grew from that childhood version of myself. I just continued on with this mindset, this recognizing that this is the most powerful tool that you can have, really, is to sharpen your mindset to change the rest of your life. Wow. Wow. Zoe, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I didn't know that, actually. Um... 
about you and I just want to hold my heart for you and just send all my love your way because that is not easy as a child and as as I'm sure you know I'm doing this inner child healing workshop that was just channeled through me recently and you I know have done inner child work so that inner child is with us if we don't empower her if we don't give her that voice and you just sharing this so openly with this audience is the ultimate permission slip to everyone listening to speak their truth. So thank you, thank you, yes. thank you, Zoe. Oh, and thank you for reflecting that back to me, Haley. And just like you said, you know, this the inner child work is such key, important work. That is how we begin to work on the worthiness mm-hmm. that we all are here to work through. And just, you know, it's beautiful that you said you've channeled through this course because that's exactly what this world needs more of now. It's people, we're in the Great Awakening. People are becoming more awakened to the mindset and to their life. But at the, at the root of it, yeah. it comes from when we were a child and what happened to us and what did we make that mean about ourselves. And when we go to work at our soul and our and our child, our inner child at that level, that's when we heal and mend things and it shifts every single place in our life. everything shifts when we go and do this deeper work oh my gosh yeah I'm just so I'm so happy you are sharing this on the podcast so thank you thank you for opening and sharing and just being your authentic self this is you're right this is what the world needs more of and we are being we are all awakening it's a massive shift it's happening collectively everyone even the people that wouldn't consider themselves spiritual are feeling it so this is the time to empower your inner child and that actually kind of segues nicely into my next question for you Zoe I want to hear a little bit about your how you're using whether it's plant medicine or hypnotherapy or different practices, distance Reiki. I've heard you speak of some of these practices that I that I use as well. I would love you to share a little bit about your own healing work with the audience and that might give them their own permission slip to step into that next level of healing. Yeah, this is such a, a beautiful topic because there are so many resources and modalities out there, but it's just a matter of like tuning into your internal compass and seeing which one you're guided to, right? Because different modalities will be useful for you in, in different times of your life. And for me personally, like I, um, you know, sometimes that's been yoga, sometimes mm. that's been Reiki, sometimes it's been past life or sometimes it's been ayahuasca. But it's always shifting and changing as I'm shifting and changing. So it's you know, we always have this smorgasbord, if you will, of spiritual content mm. and tuning into the curiosities and what's going to nurture your soul uh, for you at that certain time. So I would say, like, um, some things, you know, things that are in my realm right now is Reiki healing, which has been so powerful, mm. um, and uh, hit hypnosis uh that's very powerful and I think like these things come at different levels some people are more like let's say susceptible to to being hypnotized and being um under hypnosis versus people might have blocks or barriers up where something like reiki and energy healing might be a place to go to first so you can Mm. be in that state of allowing and releasing control that's subconscious within all of us um and I would say like plant medicine so I do microdose on psilocybin presently 
and I have taken part in ayahuasca ceremonies in the last three months, and I will in the next month again. So ayahuasca has definitely been in my um, realm. She's a beautiful teacher, and I would say if anything created the biggest shift in the shortest amount of time and, like, blew my own mind and (laughs) perception of reality and all of that, it was when I first came to ayahuasca, which was, um, I guess, about three years ago now. Wow. That really was a next level awakening. Uh, beautiful. And it came to me at the perfect time, just as it does for everyone. But I would say of all the modalities that I've used, and no one is better than the other, but for the the most significant change in my life was, was plant medicine, was ayahuasca. I love that so much. And I love that you're sharing this from a place of everyone turning to their own internal compass to determine what feels best for them and feels most aligned because I can totally resonate on that that my healing practices and my rituals it ebbs and flows with the seasons of life right and you you're drawn to things for a reason and I was actually listening um, to a woman speak on her first ayahuasca journey and it wasn't a pleasant journey, which, of course, when you're going to the, that depths of your soul, it there is some some resistance and pain there, of course. But her perception of it was that it wasn't a it wasn't even a healing situation for her. But it's because she went into it feeling like, oh, I should do ayahuasca because everyone's doing ayahuasca to heal. And she was in the spiritual world and all that. But it didn't serve her. But when she came back to it a couple of years later, because she had that deep soul pulling to it, it was a completely different experience. It was completely transformative. So if you're listening to this or for any healing modality, do it because your internal compass, in the words of Zoe, the internal compass, which I love, is calling it. Don't do it because, oh, this is gonna this is gonna fix it and this is what I think I should do. I just loved that you shared that, Zoe. Do you do you want to share anything on that too from your experiences? Because you've now done a couple a couple ceremonies. Yeah, you know, thank you so much, Haley. Beautiful, beautiful words. Um, Yeah, I would say it has to be this draw from the heart. And sometimes it takes people time to get in tune with the intuition, let's say like intuition and connection to source, to see what your guides next. But for me, like it, it always has to be coming from the heart space versus the the ego or any kind of like curiosities. Because, you know, something that I do find in the world of psychedelics, like reading different articles online or why people come to the medicine is that this is something that's kind of, you know, blowing up in in the world of uh, spirituality, the great awakening is like plant medicine and psychedelics. But when you're going to go to those depths within yourself, just as you identify from what this woman said, like it's, it's not easy and it's not for everyone. So it's a matter of understanding, am I being pulled to this through my heart space right now? Mm-hmm. Or because the ego thinks this is going to be a quick fix, or yes. the ego, um, you know, wants to have a psychedelic experience, um, wants to, you know, say that I've done it, or something like that. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. all these different, um, you know, uh, ways that the ego can come at situations. But for me personally, and even like having done ayahuasca, before it's like I'm going to do it again at the end of March and I had to tune in with myself I'm like okay well I know I'm standing up for this mm-hmm. and you know I watched something you have to build up your your bravery beforehand like yeah. you know that each time you're going you're going back and you're going to drink the medicine like you're no longer in control of anything and you're asking to see the depth so mm-hmm. like it's not for everyone so make sure that it comes from that heart space I mean of course these these medicines 
these plant medicines especially are very loving entities, but you want to come at that from them at that loving space yourself. You want to come at, you know, at them as, you know, you are the teacher, I'm the student. What Mm. can I learn? What can I surrender to? Yeah. And I think like that's just important to be said about, you know, when it comes to this internal compass and when it comes to trying out like different modalities that are more, let's say, um, depthy or mm-hmm. extreme in different ways make sure that it's coming from that heart space and no matter what it'll be blessed and no matter what it's all perfect but you'll feel more in alignment of and trusting of when you are in that heart space yes absolutely I love that so much and it's it's so true it so deeply resonates and I think that this just take this as a good reminder, everyone listening, that your healing journey ebbs and flows, your morning rituals ebbs and flows, your your spiritual practices ebbs and flows. You don't need to cling to one thing if it no longer feels aligned and you get to pivot and you get to expand and you get to try new things with, again, that intention of this is for my highest good, therefore the highest good of all. And it's all good. It's all healing coming from a place of honor and respect for of course the the energy and the ancestral connection to the plant medicine I think is also a very powerful place so maybe Zoe can you just quickly plug modern psychedelics because I'm so excited for this and can you just share a little bit real quick to kind of wrap up this uh, plant medicine riff that we're on yeah yeah so modern psychedelics is a podcast that I host with Lana Privet and this is all about, you know, plant medicine, psychedelics, and healing. And we talk about all different types of psychedelics and plant medicine on the podcast and different experiences we've had because, you know, plant medicine, specifically ayahuasca, from my personal experience, opens you up to all different realms of healing, like ancestral lineage feeling like going deeper. Um, also opens you up to extraterrestrials and understanding your personal star connections to the mm-hmm. star family or star seed awakenings, however you might want to term that, but you begin to go to the depths of your soul in new ways and open up to greater things. So we speak about that awakening process, that integration process, and also these different modalities and how they work on your brain and what people's uh, experiences have been. Because for the most part, um, you know, psychedelics are, well, they're very healing if used in the right way. Like ayahuasca, like psilocybin, they literally rewire your brain. And, you know, ayahuasca itself is known to be, like she's known to be 20 years of therapy in in one ceremony. Mm -hmm. Like that's (laughs) how deep you're going in these journeys. So, yeah, modern psychedelics, we covered all. Um, I recently this past has which is also known as the God molecule, which is something that I personally haven't tried. It's also known as toad because um, the natural form of it comes from a toad that's found in the desert, but there's now a synthetic version. And this individual, he hosts retreats uh, on Bowen Island in British Columbia, and people people go there for a healing experience. So, you know, there's all different, all different modalities, all different types, not necessarily ones that I've all tried or that I'm, you know, drawn to in this moment, but modern psychedelics definitely has a lot of education mm-hmm. for those who are curious. 
Absolutely. And that's a big thing too, is trusting the inner compass, but also coming from it, you know, the proper set, the proper dose, the proper education and having all the information is so important. And I trust that my audience are very self-aware and very conscientious in these things. So, but for, for the deep dive, everyone listening, go check out, of course, Zoe and check out Modern Psychedelics because I know it's very new, So, but big things are coming. It's just getting started. So I'm very honored again, Zoe, to, to know you as someone that is a huge game changer here in the new earth. I, I can soul to soul say that I know I am here as I've been, I've known it as my internal truth. And I also have been told this by my own spiritual realms and guides that I am here for powerful shifts in the new earth. And from the moment I met you, Zoe, soul to soul, it's like she is here changing the world, truly doing God's work and bringing it in such a way that's open and non-judgmental and really I guess just expansive to people and very inviting so you are doing incredible work so Haley, I really appreciate that you are doing incredible work too and from the moment that I met you too I'm like yes vibes don't lie at the simplest form vibes don't lie and you are just such a bundle of light and love in this world and just you spread that and Spread the awakening message, the expansion message to everyone, and oh, I love it. I'm so grateful that we crossed paths this year. Oh, me too. It's it's just the beginning, and it's so much, yeah, just soul family, right? So I think I want to segue again, if we haven't lost the audience and they don't think we're completely crazy out of this world, which I don't care if they do because we're speaking our truth <laughs> and everyone in this community is open, expansive, and heart to heart, ready for the, all the shifts. But let's, if you're, if you're open to it, I know it's been, um, I know it's a deep conversation but if you're open to chatting about your starseed family and your starseed experiences from a place that feels of course invitational and in a place that feels good I would love to hear a little bit about your experiences and we can connect on that and see if it resonates with anyone listening yeah oh this is such such a good topic I I always just feel such a a powerful energy in my heart when I speak about the star family and the connection to the stars and so if we're going back to the beginning of you know discovering this journey or awakening up to what it means to be a star seed or have a star family connection that first started to present itself you know as a, as a child I said I often felt like an alien yes um, <laughs> I believed in aliens and extraterrestrials but I just I felt very different yeah from everyone around me I felt very very different and I would say that's something that's very common in people who identify themselves as a star seed or having a star family connection is that you you know that you're you're different in mm-hmm. different ways of thinking in different levels of consciousness um and so for me I guess that started at a young age I was very aware that I was uh different in these ways and then it started to open up to me more through ayahuasca. Um, when I did ayahuasca, that was, like I said, next level awakening mm-hmm. all at once. I became very present to angels, extraterrestrials, guys, like all the support that we have, ancestral healing, lineage, like all of all of these topics that I had been in my realm, but nothing that I really like felt called to dive into. I became very present to that. I literally mm-hmm. saw extraterrestrials and ceremony which is something that's very common when you are 
to the ayahuasca because these beings are here, you know, for those of you who are still listening, thank you. Yes. You know, we're, we're, going, we're going very deep right now. If you're still here, if you're still listening. Yeah. <laughs> but these beings are always all around us in different ways. We just can't see them with our eyes. Yep. So all of us come through, um, when we come to planet Earth, for very specific reasons, very, very much like a soul's journey and all the lessons, but um, our seeds are having this connect other planets and come from other galaxies, and you're here to guide the ascension in different ways. And so then um, once I became aware that, oh, yes, this is, this is all very real, it's very much a remembering mm-hmm. uh, type of feeling. You're remembering who you are. You're remembering that why you came here. You're remembering that this is just, you know, one vessel, you and your body, this is one vessel that you're inhabiting for a short period of time, and you have inhabited all different vessels before that and will continue. That yes. you are an immortal spiritual being having a temporary human experience. And so, um, when I became very, I then in my life where I wasn't dreaming. I couldn't really remember my dreams, or it was very rare. And after doing ayahuasca and becoming present, all these things, I opened up that level of consciousness and awareness again. And that's when I started to have more experiences with um, my star family, which is the Pleiadians. And we can be multiple. We can have multiple different families um, from mm-hmm. multiple different places. But this is the first beings that I've made contact with and so they started to present themselves in my dreams and it's a very much a loving connection it's not something that's scary at all because of the overwhelming feeling of love Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um yeah I know that you have experience with this too Haley so how does how does that um when you have connections and you feel comfortable sharing with your star family what is that resonance inside or that remembering feeling that, that love feeling how does that show up for you so almost identical to what you're saying in that it's a remembering and it feels familiar. I too, from a young age, I didn't necessarily have this feeling of, oh, I feel feel really different, but I would say things and have experiences. And now that I can go back sort of in time with my own spiritual experiences, I'm, I see myself and the thoughts I'm having and them being very unlike what, may, let's say, the average human was thinking at that age. I was too raised, and everyone on this podcast knows, and I've told you too, Zoe, I was raised by a true, like, light being. Like, the most unconditional source of love and light is my mom. She was, she's been channeling intergalactics for as long as I can remember. It's been, it's very common discussion in our, in our household. So it doesn't seem too crazy, but it, again, when it was only this past year that I've really gone deep, I guess since 2018, I've gone really deep into a spiritual awakening even deeper than and we're all spiritual right if you're you're, everyone's spiritual so when I say this deep dive I mean intentionally trying to connect and communicate with different channels but my I have I'm multi-family I guess you could call it so I connected with the Pleiadians and the Arcturians where the Arcturians my mom kind of carried me through a ceremony the first time because she's such a strong channel they came right through and then down into my body but the Arcturian sort of held space, held my body safe. Archangel Michael actually, which I work with a lot, took me sort of up and out, you could say, reminding me I'm safe, reminding me it's all okay. Because it is a little, it was a little mm-hmm. scary at first, right? Leaving the body completely. That was the most extreme, I guess, 
experience of leaving my body, you could say. And this was actually, I, I wasn't doing a plant medicine ceremony. This was, I guess you could call it, I don't know if you call it sober, but this was like a full just moment. Um, and then, yeah, the Pleiadians sort of took me on a little spin, but to, sorry, to answer your question, I kind of went off there. It was very much beautiful and colors and joy and like just love and validation and the messages that the first time I traveled with them the message they gave me was to come back down and first validating me that I am doing everything in divine order and it's all happening for me but they're asking me to continue to share my message to take care of the embodied state so that's why I do embodiment work as much as it's incredible to open that third eye and that crown and just travel we are we have chosen to be human beings and that was kind of the message they gave me is you share our starseed messages with the humans does that kind of resonate with you Zo? Yes, I love that. I have like confirmation chills. Oh, like, good. Like, that's the same same type of experience that, yeah. that I've had. Is like the messages that they relay to you. It's this deep validation mm-hmm. that you remember why you came to planet Earth, what the mission is, mm-hmm. what and, you know. It's this it's this beautiful sense of love and trust that you get when you come back from a journey or any type of experience with them is that, Oh, I'm exactly where I need to be. It's all perfect. Mm -hmm. It's all perfect. It's all in divine order. Like you said, and you know, you're as long as you follow that internal compass, as long as you follow what feels good uh, and you continue holding space for yourself through transformation is how you, you know, literally live your best life, but how you live a life that feels the most fulfilled and the most abundant to you. Mm, Yeah. And I think, um, and maybe you can resonate with this too, in that validation and in that sort of remembering the, the strong message too, is to not go, not be putting, actually, I think I want to lead by saying this, the star family and the intergalactics, or aliens, whatever, whatever resonates. It's they're such a high vibrational light being that the let's say quote unquote anxiety or low vibe or um, survival emotions that we have as human beings, they're not. At least this was my translation. They're not experienced in that star seed level. So, but we still shouldn't be putting them on a pedestal. We can learn from them. We can connect with them. Everyone is able to connect with the star seed and their own family and their own intergalactic realm. But not to put it on a on this pedestal. Connect yourself with it. Learn from them. But also be okay that you are human right now. You are having a human experience right now. Your soul's having this human experience, and the human emotions of anxiety and pain that's why this human realm can feel very dense but it's all divine and it's all part of our human experience and I think that the star family just gives you that validation and in that they're having this high vibration experience they bring you into it they call you into it but it's okay if you're not always in that blissed out state how does that resonate with you so yeah and I think and one one key point you said is that, you know not putting it on a pedestal because you you came here for very specific reasons and very specific missions and the star family is always there to offer up guidance especially after you've established a good connection with them but you know you're here to do all sorts of different things and just as you said embodiment work mm-hmm. and like you know maybe um you know maybe someone's drawn to a star connection at one point in their life and then maybe they're 
you know, doing yoga and really practicing being grounded in different ways. Or maybe they're drawn to, you know, plant medicine or Reiki healing. Like there is all these different modalities that in the end just connect you back to yourself. It's this Mm. journey back home. And the starseed messages and that validation can bring you right home in that moment. But you're down here on planet Earth, and like you said, you're still in this body that feels all these survival emotions. Um, you know, so learn all the things that you can learn that remind you again and again who you are and what mm-hmm. you came here to do. And, you know, connect with yourself, take care of yourself, take care of this vessel that is so abundant and beautiful that you were born into. Yes. And the more and more that you, you know, honor yourself and don't put anything on a pedestal because, you know, you are the star of your own movie. You're the star of the show. Yes. You're the star of the show. Whatever, whatever you feel called to, it's all perfect. Ah, yes. Oh my gosh, we've been touching on so many things. And you, Zoe, you're such a, I know I said it in the bio, like she's a certified life coach. And you can just tell in the way that you share things. I really appreciate it too, because you bring it back and you sort of remind us what we learned and you bring it in this tangible way. It's just so powerful. And everyone listening, I'm sure their minds are blown. And I'm also sure that they're so excited to connect with you, Zoe. You have just shared so many not like not nuggets so many like chunks of insight for us so thank you thank you thank you before we sort of wrap things up I think we need to also have another podcast episode because we could just talk for days but we will keep this our you know plant medicine healing manifestation starseed episode and then go into more but before we say goodbye what are you musing about right now what are you obsessed with right now your latest topic of research what is just heavy on your mind and how can that support all of our listeners Ooh, so what's like sparking my curiosity and yeah. my compass is gravitating towards yes okay. yes so okay so definitely um with the recent launch of modern psychedelics like definitely learning more about plant medicine and having a an ayahuasca ceremony coming up that's where my focus is but I would say um what I'm leaning into what I feel like is coming up for me in in the timeline is yoga and really like next level grounding and embodiment Mm. because as you know sometimes when you make these star family connections and you're leaving your body you you um you desire more grounding or or actually seeking more grounding in your in your life so I know that as I deepen my connection with my star family um, and have left my body and and am learning to do that on a more regular basis, let's say, for conscious learning experiences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that I have to take care of the body more. It goes, you know, equal and opposite ways. If I'm going to go way up in the sky, I also need to go way down into the earth yes. and connect myself and anchor myself in that way. So I definitely feel like something like yoga or very much um, a new grounding practice in my life on a, a day-to-day basis is coming up for me. Mm. If that answers your question. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, that's I always like asking people that like, what are they obsessed with? Because I feel like everyone in the spiritual self development world, it's like, we go through these phases where it's like, I'm so into this, I'm so into this. And it's all so perfect. And it's all so beautiful. And that's why I always like to bring it up. Because yes, we talked about manifesting and spiritual awakenings and all that. But I just know that 
you're the type of person, much like myself and a lot of the guests I have on this show, they they go through ebbs and flows of what they're obsessed with and what they're musing about and interested in. So I love that yoga and grounding. And do you have or are you manifesting a new grounding practice or did you say you have one? You know, I do different, like, I meditate and have the powerful, like, morning and evening ritual, which I do feel, like, grounds me and centers me to set that powerful energetic precedent for my day or ground me before I go to sleep at night. But I'm looking for more of, like, a practice, and that's why, like, yoga comes to mind, something that really um, brings me present to the moment and Mm. has me feeling present in my body. Mm, So that's why, you know, I have a feeling it's yoga. There's some curiosities and inklings. Um, but I'm definitely the type of person who, you know, I, I could turn on a YouTube video right now and do some yoga, but I love to be in the energy of uh, a master practitioner, let's say, a teacher, mm. a guide, yep. being around people and doing that. Oh, I love that. I love it. Well, I'm a certified yoga instructor, so yoga has always been near and dear to my heart, but I... I've come and go with it. Like when I got certified, I was into it and then I just kind of let it sit on the table for a while. And I think the big thing with embodiment is bringing it into your day-to-day practice. So Zoe, if you're able to just bring that grounded energy of yoga and that grounded breath into each moment, you're you're set and it's going to be just perfect. And you're just going to continue to expand and share with from a place of groundedness, which I think, again, you've touched on it a couple points, and I do just want to hit that point home. When you're traveling, when your spirit and your soul are traveling, we must come back to our human body and remind our body how much we love it and how grateful we are for it. I think that's such a such an important piece as well. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Kaylee. You'll always have such a beautiful, eloquent way of relaying all of this and tying it up. Thank you, Zoe. You have been such a delight and you have shared truly transformative messages and you've opened up your depths of your soul with all of us today and we appreciate that vulnerability and that openness. It's exactly what this world needs. So thank you for your authentic truth, Zoe. You are absolute perfection. Can you share before we say goodbye, and I can't wait to connect again soon, but can you share with the audience where they can find you and what you're, I guess, putting the most energy into these days on social media, things like that? Yeah, thank you so much, Haley. It's been such a joy speaking with you today, and I would love to come back and have more conversations especially in the in the esoteric side of things because mm-hmm. I you know I love I love connecting about the you know the the deeper aspects of life and the soul so of thanks course. for sharing space with me mm. um and so on social on YouTube on Instagram I'm Zoe Ariel I've recently started a travel specific channel and a blog channel because I'm um niching things down um, because a lot of people kind of know me from I moved to Italy and lived there for three years and that's all documented on my channel and becoming a digital nomad and making money online so I have have all these different I like to call it my minestrone soup of my life on my YouTube (laughs) channel but now I'm you know channeling the focus a little bit more to you know give people what they're um, searching for in a more relayed way and uh yeah so the my channels are all on my main channel so Ariel. they're all like linked down there and also the low and zoe show podcast and modern psychedelics 
is uh, also the, the two other ventures that I'm focused on right now. Mm, yes, check out the Low and Zoe show and Modern Psychedelics. That's how I came across um, Lauren, who introduced me to you, Zoe, through the Low and Zoe show. And it was such a divine like introduction where I didn't have to go searching for it it just came into my world and it was like hello you need to be in the in Zoe's world and Lauren's world and look at what has unfolded so trust your trust your intuition everyone and I will link all of Zoe's information below thank you to the audience for listening Zoe thank you from the depths of my heart for your time and energy today so much love to you and we will chat soon Thank you so much, Haley. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Wow. That was such a powerful conversation. And I have full body chills knowing that we brought this level of insight to you. I am beyond grateful for Zoe and all of her insights. You absolutely want to get in her world. Check her out on YouTube. Check her out on Instagram and check out her incredible podcast. I will link it all below and thank you for listening. I hope you feel uplifted and ready to take on the world. I love you.